you would bow your heads with me. Dear Lord, we love you. We thank you for this evening. We thank you for the academic careers of Christian and Emma and all that they've accomplished. We pray that you would be with them tonight and you would be with us. We pray, Lord, that you would allow the lessons that they've learned, both academic and spiritual, to go with them throughout the rest of their lives. Let the roots that they have been given allow them to grow wings for your service and for your glory. And we will praise you for it. In Jesus' precious name, amen. And you may be seated. Family, friends, and esteemed guests, it is my pleasure to welcome to you to the Kennett Christian Academy 2022 graduation. It's been my honor and privilege to serve Christian and Emma the last year at KCA. You are not going to find um, two better young people if you search the world through. They are both excellent students, excellent Christians. They are just excellent all the way around. I have a scripture passage that I want to read tonight that I uh, took as my senior quote, but Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. You see, the fruit is the result of the work that is put in. If good work is put in, then good fruit cometh. A wise man that winneth souls bears the fruit of souls, which equals eternal life. His success and value come from his kingdom work, not earthly. The fruit of the unrighteous, no matter how much earthly value, is only death unless it beareth souls. Brother Anthony Mangan once said, the only thing that matters is what you did for Jesus Christ. So today, success isn't about how much you have, but success is winning souls and furthering the kingdom of God. I want to give a real quick shout out to someone who is not a graduate, and that is Miss Abby Sharon. She created all these beautiful slides that you are seeing, and please enjoy the slideshow that she created. Christian is a good friend. Honey? Funny. Christian is positive. Christian is funny. <laughs> Christian. Nice. Christian is kind. He helps us a lot. Christian is a punchy man. Christian. Beautiful. Athletic. Good prayer and good preacher.
so proud of you. I was, I was privileged to have you as a preschool student way back in the year 2008-2009. You were such a fine young man, so loving and kind and caring, and you are still that way today. I'm also proud that I got to serve as your principal at Immaculate Conception, and that you were such a fine student there as well. You will do great in school, and I'm so proud that now you have made it to a high school graduate the year 2022. Congratulations, best of luck, and I love you, Christian Kaiser. Kind. Emma is awesome. A good compliment, girl. She's kind. Emma is a lifelong friend. And a great Emma is my best friend. Emma is loving.
if you're faced with a choice and you have to choose, I hope you choose the one that means the most to you. And if one door opens to another door closed, I hope you keep on walking till you find the window. If it's cold outside, show the world the warmth of your smile. But more than Emmeline, seems like it's been only a few years since those 13 years ago that we got started one-on-one uh, -on -one with getting to really know each other. And I just want to let you know that I am so very, very proud of the young lady that you have become. You have grown so much since that little kindergartner that I taught, but you're still that same sweet little girl. There's so many things that we did during that time, and I feel like so little that we didn't do, but neither one of us flunked, so I guess we passed the tests and everything. 
but I just remember all the times that we would be working together and, and the wonderful way I learned to read upside down and backwards, which you were doing quite well with what you did. But I just want to let you know that you're, you're one of the finest little ladies I've, I've had the honor to know. And I just want you to know that I am sure that whatever God has for you, that you're more than up to doing it. You, uh, you'll surpass anything. And I know that wherever your feet start to go that God doesn't want you to be, he's going to bring you back. But uh, at least I know those little feet's not going to have those black boots you wore every day. Do you remember me going to the bathroom and getting the uh, Lysol and just telling you that I, I think my feet were smelling in my shoes and that I wanted to spray them real good? And I asked, did you want to? And you said, yeah. So from that day on, every three or four days, we would spray our shoes to make sure that they were still smelling good. I hope that doesn't offend you that I told you that, but that was one of the sweetest things that I could remember about you. Love you dearly. If you ever need anything, just come to me. Next, Miss Emma Sharon is going to come and give her commencement speech. She is such a tremendous young lady. Um, from the moment we came here, um, out of the blue, um, I had a good connection with Emma that I felt. I hope she felt it too, and I'm not up here embarrassing myself. But um, she, um, she did an internship this year, and she did a tremendous job. She was a tremendous help for me. But I know without a doubt that God had his, has his hand on her life, and it's going to do great things through her. I would like to start off by saying thank you to each and every one of you for making it a part to be here tonight. Tonight marks a special milestone in my life, and I'm so glad that I get to share it with all of you. Tonight I am grateful for so much and have many to give thanks to. First and foremost, to my parents for choosing to give me the best education in the best environment, for loving me enough to always choose what's best for me, and making their best efforts to protect me in any way possible. To Sister Casey, who let me drink green tea all day and made me feel special. To Sister Laura, who sparked a love for different cultures in me by simply buying me Mexican and Chinese as I studied different places in my books. To Sister Sheila, for the many late nights you spent helping me in history and explaining why it was so awesome and important to learn while I was complaining how useless and boring it was. To Sister Star, for putting up with my very, very hard-headed self and loving me through all the times I was simply explaining why I was right. <laughs> oh, Brother Johnson, how could I ever thank you enough? I don't think I could even if I tried. You truly are one of the best teachers anyone could ask for. You love each and every one of your students and want to see us strive, thrive in everything we do. You have an abundant amount of faith in us, not only when it comes to work, but in life as well. Each year you remind us that people fight what they fear and that the devil fights us. So not only does he see our potential, but you do as well. You are one of, if not the most patient person I've ever met. I mean, you've only gotten mad like twice since I was your student, and even then you apologize for being mad. 
Sister Amber, I would point out all the, I would point out a million things to thank you for, but I think it'd be easiest just to say thank you for everything. I know they say God doesn't give you more than you can bear, but I was definitely getting close before you got here. But then you showed up and it was like you just started picking bricks up off my chest and I could finally breathe again. You not only helped me in my education, but in my personal life as well. You taught me how to step out of my little girl shoes and into my big girl shoes. How to be a responsible young lady who loves the Lord with all her heart. And last but not least, I want to say thank you to everyone who played a part in writing this chapter of my story. Whether you were here for the whole chapter or maybe just a few pages, you made me who I am today. Life undoubtedly has its ups and downs, but I've learned you've got to roll with the punches to get to what's real, as Van Halen would say. One of the most important things this school has taught me is that I can study the books as much as I want, then I'd just be smarter, not wiser. Wisdom comes from above, and if I think I can make it in this world being smart, I'm merely a fool. There's plenty more I could say, but I have high hopes that my future will tell it all for me. Although I may be leaving KCA, I can assure you, with all my heart, KCA will never leave me. Thank you. Now, Sister Shay Sharon is coming for a few parental remarks. Where or how do I begin? I gotta put these on first. <laughs> God had blessed us with your big sister, and we wanted very much to give her a playmate, but um, had pretty much given up that part of our dream. And then we come here to pastor, and the Lord blesses us with you, the first baby that we had after pastoring here in Kennett. I won't forget the moment that I first laid eyes on you. I can close my eyes and see it vividly. I can see the room. I can see when he held you up, and I saw those big, bright brown eyes looking around as if you were ready to take on the world already. And I remember thinking she looks like her daddy. You were such a good baby. I found myself feeling guilty because you were so good. Um, we were kind of in shock because we didn't have that with our first baby. Uh, but we're not here to focus on that. However, I would find myself feeling guilty because you were very content in the swing. And then I would feel bad. I'm like, how can she be so happy in the swing? I need to go pick her up out of the swing. But you always always have been able to be independent. Toddler years, well, let's just say Sister Magruder would say to me, she is strong-willed. Just channel it, and she will become an incredible leader. I always told everybody, Sister Magruder never went on to tell me how to channel it, but she sure would tell me to channel it. <laughs> it took no time at all for us to realize that you were so creative and very smart and a very determined young lady. Gramps 
said it best when he said you were a genius. And I had to stop typing because I was crying last night and couldn't finish. So this is just going to be from my heart. You've always been creative. You've always, always been very independent. Um, you've been able to do anything that you put your mind to. You, I tell everybody the story how we were in a hotel and they gave us a gift basket and there was one of those little handheld fans. It was like 10 o'clock at night when we got in the room and there was no batteries in the fan. So she's like, we need batteries. I'm like, it's 10 o'clock. We're not going back to Walmart. We'll get batteries tomorrow. She's like, well, do you think the TV remote has the right kind of batteries? And we get them out. They're not. I'm like, Emma, we'll get batteries tomorrow. And then I just go and start unpacking, doing whatever. Then all of a sudden I hear this little noise. And I look over, and there's Emma holding that fan going crazy. She had taken foil off of a piece of candy and put on the wrong size batteries, put in that fan to make that fan work. That's Emma. Where there's a will, there's a way. And it went on and on. Um, you have just grown your musical ability. Um, you play by ear. You hear by ear. I like to feel like that's part of me that you got because you look like your dad. You have a lot of your dad's characteristics. But one thing I want to point about you that a lot of people do know, do not know, is how fiercely you love the ones that you love. You're going to take care of. See, I stood up here before and it wasn't that hard because Tess decided she wasn't going to leave the coop right away. So I didn't feel this lump in my throat that I feel right now, knowing that you're fixing to spread your wings and you're going to leave. And I know you're going to do great things, but you've always had the ability to you love, you take care of, of your family, your close friends. I've seen you in the last year, year and a half grow into this amazing Christian that I wish other people could know exactly really what I've seen of you, Emma your compassion for people, your love, your mercy that you've showed on others. And um, as your mom, I am so very, very proud of who you are. And um, you will always, always be my brown-eyed girl. I love you very much. I'm so proud of you. Christian Kaiser come and do his commencement speech. He is um, such an incredible young man. I could say many, many things about him, but the one thing that stood out when I very first met him was how respectful he was and how helpful he was. It doesn't matter what the question I asked Christian is, the answer is yes, ma'am. Will you move the filing cabinets that weigh 100 pounds up the stairs? Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry, that's not really where I want them. Will you move them again? Yes, ma'am. He's an incredible young man, and I'm so blessed to have been a part. I would like to start this speech tonight by giving honor and thanks to God for bringing me here. I know it's only because of him that I'm standing here tonight. I would also like to thank my family, friends, and teachers for being here to support me and celebrate this milestone in my life. It's hard to believe that these past four years have come and gone. I remember being a freshman and seeing all the seniors and thinking to myself, I can't wait to be in their shoes and graduate. Well, now my time has come. It's bittersweet tonight as I reflect back over the years of my life in school. There have been some ups and downs, victories and losses, 
but I have persevered and made it here tonight. I could start telling stories and sharing memories from preschool until now, but I won't make you sit here that long, mostly because I'm trying to get my diploma and head out. <laughs> I would like to give honor to a few people that have helped me over the years. If you're not mentioned in this speech, know you're not forgotten, but honored as well. First, my mom and dad for raising me and teaching me right from wrong. They have taught me to respect everyone and how to conduct myself. They have played a huge role in who I am today. Mom and dad, thank you, and I love you. Secondly, my pastor, Brother Sharon, thank you for always preaching truth to me and pouring into me. You are a great man of God, and I appreciate you. Lastly, tonight, I give honor to all my teachers. Thank you for putting up with me for eight hours a day and teaching me. I know, it's, I know it may seem hard sometimes, and you might wonder if you're making a difference. Trust me, you are. I know this speech is pretty short, but as I conclude my speech tonight and close a chapter of my life, know that a new chapter is just beginning. I trust that God has my life and is directing my steps. Thank you again to everyone who has come to support me. I ask that you would please continue to pray for me. I've heard college and being an adult isn't fun. she is. Now you're going to experience for yourself. Miss Amy Sharon's going to come sing for us. I'm very sorry. First, my good friend, Sister Stephanie Kaiser, is going to come give her parental remarks. I want to say thank you tonight for everyone coming out and celebrating our seniors. They are tremendous young adults, and I'm so excited for what the future holds for both of them. I want to thank God for entrusting Chris and I to raise and parent Christian. I can't turn around and look at him because I promised him I would keep it together. Our children will always be our greatest ministry. What we teach them at home will start their most important relationship of their life, and that is their relationship with God. It will be a lifelong relationship that has to be cultivated, sought after, and pursued diligently. And it has to be the center of everything they will ever do or become. I want to say thank you to our pastor and pastor's wife, Brother Sharon and Sister Shay. Thank you for loving our boy as if he was your very own. He has always felt at home, at your house, and maybe sometimes too much. I couldn't get him to come home some nights, <laughs> especially if Brother Sharon was cooking him a tomahawk steak at midnight or if Sister Shay was making one of her famous cheeseburgers. He loves to hunt, and he loves to hunt with Brother Sharon. Well, I'm not real sure Brother Sharon is comfortable to rabbit hunt with him after he almost sprayed him with pellets this last time. <laughs> but they did kill rabbits that day. Christian loves to laugh, and well, him and Sister Shay, they both have a laugh of their own. <laughs> and their laughs are contagious. If you see them laugh, you will start to laugh with them. We love you, Brother Sharon and Sister Shay, and thank you for pouring into him and encouraging him to be the man who God is calling him to be. Our thank you will never do justice for the godly respect that we have for you. And thank you to all the teachers who have had their hand in shaping Christian. You matter to us. 
Many of you are here tonight. Miss Lynette, Miss Amber, Brother Johnson, Sister Sheila. There's so many people here that I, words would not be adequate to thank you because you are a big part of our lives. You became family to us when you began to teach him. And I just want to say thank you. When Christian was about two years old, he climbed up on my coffee table in the living room of our home on 1215 Cherokee Circle in New Madrid, Missouri. With a Bible under his arm, he would preach to all the daycare kids that his nanny and I watched. His nanny would egg him on, preach the word, and amens could be heard in our living room. She would smile and say, one day that boy's going to preach the word. Oh, how I wish Nan could be here tonight with us. She would be so proud of you, Christian. I want to say thank you to Mimi and Papa Mike. You just show up for everything, and you're his constant. You encourage him, and I'm trying not to cry. You encourage him when he needs it. You bring him Bible references to study. And you always have that word of love for him. And you matter to us so much. I want to say thank you to his Uncle Jack. This is my dad's brother. And he is here. He has taught Christian a worth ethic. Um, if you've not ever picked blackberries up past Donovan, you've not really lived. But he, he has taught him a huge worth ethic, ethic. Taught him how to be a man. How to hunt and to fish. And Christian loves and honors you. Thank you for coming. His senior quote from Proverbs 11.30 was, He that winneth souls is wise. Christian, I love to watch you with people. You love wide open, and your life examples that of Christ. Who would have known that your name, Christian, would have fit you so perfect? Haley Beth, your sister named you. She didn't want a little brother when you come along, but when you were born, she was smitten by you. And you're still her real life-size baby doll. She still travels 2,500 miles from Seattle, Washington to come see you at least every six months. And Cody, you used to carry him around on your hip, although he was just about as big as you were. And you have always been his big brother and that constant in his life. I love to see how you all have grown up and how the young adults you have become and how you love each other. Promise me you'll never lose that. Christian, your littlest brother, Braxton, thinks you are it. He adores you, and even though he says the funniest things and loves to be silly, he got real serious last week when we got to talking about Christian going to college. It broke my heart, but he's going to miss you. But he's excited about getting your room. <laughs> Thank you for always taking the time for him and taking him places and being the best big brother to him. There are so many things that I want to say today and so many emotions that I feel, and I know that time will not allow for it, but I did want to write down five simple truths that if I could leave something with Christian to hold on to his future with, these would be the things that I would tell him. Number one, prayer is the key. There is absolutely no substitute for prayer, Christian. It is the open line of communication between you and God, and it is impossible to serve God without having that prayer life. Spend dedicated time between you and God. Make a conscious effort to be prayerful. Seek him in every decision in your life, from the very smallest to the largest. If your Uncle Pete Vent could have been here tonight, he would tell you this. Seek ye first the kingdom of God 
and all his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. Matthew 6 and 33. Number two, love without boundaries. Love God, your family, church family, friends. Everyone deserves love. Perfect love casteth out all fear. Sometimes it always doesn't feel good to love those who don't love you back, but love them anyway and love them the more. They need it the most. Number three, have self-respect. Remember who you are. The late brother Gary King changed the entire trajectory of my life with those words. Remember who you are. When we would go out or go anywhere, he would say that right before we walked out the door, and it would just shoot our night down because if we were going to do anything we weren't supposed to, well, we had to remember who we were. Anyway, when you go out, respect yourself and respect others. How you allow people to treat you, that's up to you. Although you can't change their actions, you can choose how you respond. You are representing God everywhere you go, so remember who you are. Look forward, number four. In the hard times when you're heartbroken and you feel exhausted physically, spiritually, and mentally, and those times will come, grief will come, you'll be homesick for the parents that you were so excited to leave, and you may wonder if I should just quit and come back home. That answer is no. Going backwards is not allowed, Christian. Just keep moving forward in the direction God has for you. If I know anything, no matter how dark the night, the morning always comes. Keep moving forward. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, and plans to give you hope and a future. And lastly, call your parents often. We are not going to be okay for some time. <laughs> this growing up and empty nest, empty nesting thing that's going on in our house, it's really not cool. But seriously, your dad has worked hard over the course of your childhood and made tremendous sacrifices so that you can go to college and graduate without incurring a lot of student debt. This is a gift of love from him. He is the only other human in the universe who loves you the way that I do. So call him frequently and thank him. And when things come up and you may be tempted to make a less than honorable choice, I ask you to think of your dad. Make him proud because he loves you. And don't neglect your mama. Your dad will be all dignified and cry in private, but not me. I will cry wide open and probably don sackcloth and ashes. But Christian raising you and being able to be your mom has been the most honorable, the most honorable privilege I've ever had. I wish I could turn back time to the, the times that you were a little blonde boy who brought laughter and life to our house. I am filled with a sense of joy and a job well done. Please don't forget the blue blankie and all the snuggles, the camping trips to Castor River, the time that you really wanted to be a professional bull rider. And I bought you chaps and a vest and, well, safety gear, of course. We took you to PBR events just so you could smile and dream big. I did foster the idea, but I knew I was never going to ever let you get on a bull as long as I was alive. But I wanted you to dream. You have grown into someone that I admire so much. I couldn't be prouder of you. Do all the things you dream and serve endlessly. Let the language of kindness be your way and let God direct your footsteps. I love you more than my own life.
hear a song from Miss Finla Sharon.
to express deep appreciation to each of you that are here tonight to celebrate this big moment in our lives, so honored by your presence. I have attempted over the course of the last 20 years to be there for your big moments, and to all of you that are here for ours, extremely grateful for that tonight. It is a high honor to be given the privilege tonight of being the graduation speaker. I'm Certainly grateful for this privilege that has been afforded me by Christian and Emma. You may have seen in your program that we have two graduates. Emma is 18 years old and will graduate valedictorian of her class. During her years at KCA, she has been involved in Bible quizzing, music tutoring, mentoring, and many other aspects. She has completed a senior internship with excellence and plans to attend Urshan College is it this fall or is it? Oh, it's this fall. Christian Kaiser is 18 years old and will graduate salutatorian of his class. Christian has been involved in Bible quizzing, tutoring, and mentorship. He is always willing to lend a helping hand as he has completed a senior internship. He plans to attend Urshan Bible College in the fall as well. And I couldn't be more proud of the two graduates that are graduating this evening, Emma and Christian. So proud of you both. As a father, as a pastor, I'm so proud of Emma and Christian. My apologies to all of you. I'll spend most of the evening looking at the two that are behind me and sharing with them what I believe the Lord has given me for them. And I appreciate you understanding that tonight I will speak to these two wonderful individuals. Christian, what a joy it has been to be privileged to be your pastor and to uh, have that relationship. And as already it has been stated, you are so, you, you serve with excellence and you're so good to be respectful and always yes, sir, yes, sir. And uh, that's always enjoyable. And then to have had the privilege of becoming a hunting buddy with the few exceptions that has already been mentioned, the fact that he didn't shoot a rabbit one time, he shot me. But other than that, it has been an enjoyable time. And we've, we've bonded through that, and I believe for bigger and better things. And so it's an honor to be your graduation speaker. And then Emma Lynn is my dearest friend. And I appreciate so much the privilege of being not only your pastor, but even more important to me, your dad. And uh, you're the best. So... Um, I'll begin by directing you to the word of the Lord from Deuteronomy 12 and 9. It says there, until now, 
you haven't arrived at the goal. So tonight, as you know, uh, the title of my message to you is, The Best is Yet to Come. So I'll begin by giving you this, and I would like to present this to each of you. The best is yet to come. Emma, you are the best. You have giants to slay and a crown to wear. The best is yet to come. I believe in you. Love, Dad. Christian, you are the best. You have giants to slay and a crown to wear. The best is yet to come. Love, Pastor Shim. I believe in you. So, as they were aware, I have intended to speak to them and to all of you on their behalf that the best is yet to come. We heard the author of Deuteronomy say, until now you haven't arrived at the goal. I know that you celebrate this evening the success of graduating from high school, but I want you both to understand the best is yet to come. God tells the children of Israel at that time, it hasn't happened yet. It's good now, I'm with you, I'm here, I'm for you, it's going to be okay, but it's going to get better. The best is yet to come. You will cross the Jordan, you will have your rest, you will see victory, you will receive your inheritance. The best is yet to come. And as he told them, knowing where they were, that they were content and satisfied to have that relationship with him, he knew that there was more in store for them. And I want to tell both of you tonight, Christian and Emma, there is more in store for both of you. Perhaps one of the most commonly quoted scriptures at a time like this is Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. I'll read this translation as to what it says. I alone know the plans I have for you. Plans to bring you to prosperity and not disaster. Plans to bring about the future that you hope for. To paraphrase what the Lord is saying there, the best is yet to come. So tonight I charge you, I challenge you, dream and dream big. I think I'd go ahead and get rid of that dreamer riding a bull and go with something else, but dream and dream big. And I believe that both of you are doing that. But I want you to know that the dreams that you have aren't big enough. They're too small because the thoughts that he has for you, the plans that he has for you, are even greater than the ones that you have purposed and planned. So when you dream, dream bigger. Because with God, the best is yet to come. I've watched your lives. I've, I've watched you as you have demonstrated to us how wonderful that you both are individually. You are both individuals that lead and not follow. You're both individuals that are prayerful, and I'm so grateful for that. We've heard the significance of prayer in your life. And so you've demonstrated that you lead, you don't follow, you're prayerful. Not only are you prayerful, but you're both students of the word. I commend you on your academic successes. But even more than that, I say thank you for your spiritual successes. And those are yours because you are both students of the word. Perhaps your greatest trait, as I have observed both of you in various settings, chapel services at Kennett Christian Academy, youth services at First Church, church, youth convention, the various settings that I've seen you at, 
you have both exampled excellence in being sensitive to the Spirit. So I can't tell you how much I appreciate that as a pastor, as a dad. I'm so thankful that you both are sensitive to the Spirit. And that's why I can say the best yet to come. You are the best. You are the best. And I know, as God knows, best is yet to come. There are brighter days before you. There are bigger mountains to climb, successes to share. I pray that somehow God would just give us a glimpse. Emma, is it a trip to Spain or missionary there or maybe a Spanish work in southeast Missouri? I do know this, that God takes good notes, and it certainly will not be small. He doesn't miss moments like someone giving all the money that they were given to buy a car for their 18th birthday to missions in a moment. What a God moment. He didn't miss it. Dream big. Believe for more. The best yet to come. Christian, he didn't miss it when you said, I'm going to forsake football and go to a Christian school to trade football for Bible quizzes. I'm going to strive for excellence in the things of God rather than in the things that are not priority. Priorities change. And when you focus your faith on what God had for you, I watched God begin to work. Is it pastor, preacher, evangelist, apostle, prophet? Only God knows. But I do know this. The plans that he has for you, the best yet to come. The sacrifices that you have both made, God noticed, recognized, and will certainly reward the best yet to come. I believe in you. I believe in what God has for you. You see, David's dynasty didn't start with a slingshot. It didn't begin with a bear. It wasn't the lesson of the lion. It began with his faithfulness to his father. Faithfulness to your father. Of course, I'm not just speaking of your natural father. Even more important and significant, faithfulness to your heavenly father. You both have demonstrated your faithfulness to God, to the house of God, to the things of God. Your journey has taken you to a place where the sky is the limit and beyond. The best is yet to come. David did not begin as a king. He started as a shepherd. And in my opinion, the best kings are first shepherds. You both have started your journey, submitted to the Savior's plan. And I've watched as your life has unfolded how that you have committed, stayed faithful to that purpose and plan. Even when perhaps in your flesh another path was what you desired, you still saw fit to be faithful. And God will honor your faithfulness. And I say again, the best yet come. Is it easy? No, of course it's not easy. Is it worth it? Yes, of course it's worth it. And it will be, as he will declare, best yet to come.
The lion was nothing for the lad. Bare hands for the bear. The success certainly did not start with the slingshot. It started with faithfulness to the father. And then watch how God worked through David. I believe the same thing for you. You have beaten the bear. You've been successful over the lions in your life. Now the journey will take you where you will do something more. The best is yet to come. I have one more gift I'd like to give you tonight, if that'd be all right. It is a slingshot. You're so welcome. The significance of the slingshot is David didn't need that for the lion or the bear. We know through scripture he defeated them both while faithfully fulfilling his father's obligation with his bare hands. You have come to the place that you have come, faithfully fulfilling your heavenly father's obligation and desire for your lives. But here's what I believe. I believe, as I've already stated and signed on your card, the best is yet to come. There are giants to slay and a crown to wear. I believe that for both of you. I see today sitting before me giant slayers. And I want you every time you see that sling to understand that that sling signifies a savior that is well pleased with the choices that you have made. But not content nor satisfied with where you are. There is more in store for both of you. Again I say the best is yet to come. I have a feeling you won't forget what the title of my message was tonight because I've said it numerous times and I say it again that it might be seared into your consciousness and even your unconsciousness that you know God's not done. He's just begun. We celebrate what you've done, but there's more in store. The best is yet to come. I want to tell you today that I believe that there will be giants that will stand in your way. But those giants don't stand a chance because both of you see the significance of your Savior and believe that with Him you can be who you are and you will be all that He wants you to be. The best is yet to come. The only thing brighter than your past, and we've celebrated that. It's a storied past. You all have tremendous successes and you are both amazing individuals. The only thing brighter than your past is your future. The best is yet to come. You cannot, you will not, you must not settle for status quo. I challenge you both. Excel with excellence to what he sees and desires for you. Let no man, let no individual put a cap on what God has for you in the spirit. There are greater things than these. Greater things than these shall ye do. I believe in you, I love you, and I believe with all my heart the best is yet to come. If you believe that, why don't you let them know by a hand clap of appreciation for our graduates. Now I have the privilege of presenting the diplomas, the moment that you both have been waiting for. If you would please stand. Graduates, that is. You can remain seated. 
told you I was talking to them. My apologies. Diploma of Graduation, Kennett Christian Academy, Kennett, Missouri. This certifies that Christian Cole Kaiser has satisfactorily completed a course of study with honors prescribed for graduation from this school and is therefore awarded this diploma on this day, May 15, 2022, at Kennett, Missouri, signed by the appropriate personnel, Mr. Christian Kaiser. Congratulations. If I don't read it, will it be real? <laughs> Diploma of Graduation, Kennett Christian Academy, Kennett, Missouri. This certifies that Emma Lynn Sheeran has satisfactorily completed a course of study with honors prescribed for graduation from this school and is therefore awarded this diploma this day, May 15, 2022, at Kennett, Missouri, signed by the appropriate personnel. Congratulations, Emma Lynn Sheeran. The graduates stand before you, and I believe the greatest gift that we can give the two students, graduates, wonderful people that stand before you is the gift of prayer. I'd like to invite everyone to stand at this time, and I'd like to invite those that would like to, ministry that's here, friends, family perhaps, if you would at this moment take advantage of this opportunity, if you'd like to come, surround them, put your hands on them, pray. In just a moment, I'll present them as graduates, but we're going to take just a moment now, and at Kennett Christian Academy, we are going to pray for our graduates. So if you would... If you'd come, I'd like to ask you to gather around our graduates and I'd like for you to join me as we collectively, the student body, the staff, parents, friends, all those that have gathered, we want to call upon the name of the Lord and ask that God would allow them to experience what He has purposed and planned for them. Pray with me. Father, today we thank you for Christian. We thank you today for Emma. I thank you for both these wonderful people that stand before us. God, our plan for them is not yours. You have purposed and planned something better far better. I pray God that you would allow that which has been spoken into their spirit, seared into their consciousness to be what they experience, that the best is yet to come. I believe for greater things than these through these two individuals that are before us tonight. I pray for Christian. I pray for Emma. God, as hands are placed upon them, as prayers are prayed, as we collectively as a family and friends pray on their behalf tonight. God, hear our prayer. Respond to it, God, and let us see it in their lives. And we thank you for it and we pray you for it in Jesus name if you believe God's going to do great things through Christian and Emma give him thanks and praise right now I thank you Lord and I praise you for Christian and for Emma and we offer thanks and you may return to your seats graduates at this time we will allow you the privilege of turning your tassel so if you would please turn your tassel and I would like to present to this wonderful body of believers and friends the two graduates from Kennett Christian Academy 22, Christian Kaiser and Emma Sheeran. Would you put your hands together for our class of 2022? Woohoo! Good job.
We celebrate you, worthy of celebration, Christian and Emma. At this time, we'd like to dismiss you to greet our graduates and celebrate with them. Thank you for being a part of a wonderful evening. God bless you.